Yeah, so he's got permission. Oh, well, anyway, I'm not going to figure out why. We don't ask why questions until 2027. Uh, we, wait, what? What? That, that, <laughs> that's an oddly specific date. Uh, the, 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 that's a rule we came up at work tr- not to ask why questions. We're like, nope, not to 2027. 2027 is when we ask the why questions, which is just our shorthand of, of don't ask why this weird thing is doing this weird thing. Just accept it. So there's no logic. You just picked a random date and that was it. Yep, absolutely. 2027 is the first first date that came to someone's brain. They're like, nope, 2027. That's when we ask the why questions on anything. and Anything about this antiquated system we're building. So last night, the same kind of situation came up. And um, they're like, don't ask why. You know better than that. And Fusco's like, no. No, I ask why because it makes management uncomfortable. I was like, I like that answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as long as it's not your job to answer the why, you can ask why. When it's your job to answer the why, you don't ask why, because, no, it only ends in sadness. Sadness and despair. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. All right, well, we're going to get this uh, train wreck on the road, and we'll see if either Brit joined us this week. Either Brit. Uh, so, so far, it's uh, welcome. You know, this is this is two Titans and a Hunter, or presently uh, one Titan, one Hunter, and uh, no Brits, or two Americans and no Brits, or uh, the Two American Show, where we attempt to read words and fail absolutely miserably, mm-hmm. but in different and unique ways. So, to my to my left is uh, um. There's no one. There's no one. No one to my left. No, no, you're to my right. Respawn is our, our hunter master rager over there. Apparently right. this week. But if we're sitting at a desk, let's say facing each other, I'm to your left and to your right. That's true. I mean, everyone's to everyone's left and right because the world's a whole circle, so it's fine. Yeah. So, so you're here. I'm here. <laughs> um, we may have some lore this week. We may have some tips and tricks this week. It may just be the two of us reading you about how things got nerfed, things got fixed, and uh, yeah. And uh, hello, gonna, all, all the people listening to this poor feed, because I, I pity all of you. We're going to blow through the twab and sit there and watch all the videos that he gave us to watch live mm-hmm. on the street. Like, here's this video. What does it cover? Oh, that was interesting. Here's the next video. Oh, that's pretty cool. We are going to MST3K this podcast. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna need you on Twitch to get little cardboard cutouts of our of our you know characters sitting in like the front row of something while we watch YouTube. It'd be it'd be great. You know that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. We, we can make this happen. Uh, OBS has a uh, you know uh, not backgrounds you know you know little you know cutouts and graphics. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure we can whip up. I mean yeah, that's how all the everyone does the like when people join and plays a little thing or you know they've got the this is how many people are on the sub train and all that stuff. You know the stuff that like goes around their feed when they play. When they stream, so yeah, we we can t- we told you an MST3K style, uh, you know, us sitting in the front row, critiquing or or you know watching YouTube videos. Oh, there's going to be critiquing now. And I, so I suppose we should tell people, you know, you've played this week or you haven't played this week. Maybe did a sixteen person nightfall. Eh, maybe uh, you didn't. 
not that many people. The most we got is uh, seven, I think, in a party at once. I'm going to need you to come down with a squad of nine. That's clearly uh, <laughs> clearly what Destiny wants you to do. We wanted to, but like... Dude, didn't ha- didn't have a squad of two more? Yeah, we didn't have that many people. and We didn't want to LFG. We wanted to do a 12-man raid, right? And by the time we all got there, it was like 8.30 at night. And we're like, no, we're not going to LFG this because it's going to take too long to put together and this and that and the other. And apparently on the PC team, unless you have Crow on one team or the other, it's just never going to work. <laughs> right? Krogak is our... Apparently Krogak is... Uh, he He's in a magical place where if you join on him, that's <laughs> the only way you can get the two teams together. Right? <laughs> so if you don't have Crow, you don't even try. Nice, nice. That was like the uh, good old Detrick and Frosty method from D1 because, you know, they live in the same house. So we would have them spawn into the same, same activity and then get people to join on them, trying to get people into, you know, any, any of those things. I'm trying to remember the, of course, I can't remember what the stupid activity was called now. In D1? Uh, that wasn't yeah, it. in D1 on the Dreadnought where you walked into that thing and, like, fought the bosses. That is very specific. Yeah. Uh, God, what's you know, it called? Dreadnought in, in that place with the thing and, and the yeah. enemies. It was match made. You it know. has a name. And my, my brain is just like, no, you, you could come up with this, but we're going to make you stutter and stumble across this before the show even gets going. Yeah, dude. I don't, I don't remember that far. So. I mean, to be fair, you don't remember yesterday, so I don't really expect you to remember it. Wow. Keep the gloves above the waist, dude. That is a disability, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm so glad that I turned up late and you oh, guys have finished the podcast and are yeah. now just talking general chat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because um, the one who can't remember is what the other one who can't remember mm-hmm. this week and who's currently trying to remember what the name of the matchmade activity on the Dreadnought was and is just absolutely floundering. So, you know, but it's really not important. And this whole thing is a tangent. Yeah, I it up and there's one, two, three, four, five, six links that talk about the activity you're talking about without actually naming the activity. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, it's not important. But, but Crow is your man for 12-man raids, apparently. That's, that's, the, that's the point. Yeah, if you're on PC, you need to set up a, a 12-man team. You got to get some guy named Krogak. Um, his name is spelled. <laughs> oh, I'm putting him on blast here in such the worst way. Hold on. His name is C R O G A C H T. That is Charlie Oscar for Charlie Hotel Tango. It doesn't matter. By the time this podcast is heard, it'll all be over and done with. There's a patch. I don't care. I'm still going to put him on blast. And we're going to talk about it today. I hope. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I was looking for because they said they were going to patch it, but I didn't see it in the patch notes. But I also, you know, I, I read it Thursday evening and looked over this morning quickly, but didn't see it there. Uh, but I guess before we get to this week in Destiny, uh, Night Demon, welcome welcome for joining us. Thank you. Respawn, still here, as always. What up? Uh, hello, people in Twitchland. Uh, my deepest, deepest apologies. <laughs> and uh, I guess before we talk about you know what's coming next week in Destiny, we should tell you what next week in Destiny is bringing us. Uh, if you want to you know, chase the Conqueror title, when the first Grandmaster Nightfall becomes active, that starts next week. That's coming. 16th. Uh, you can... Uh, Eliminate Sepix Prime in the Devil's Lair Nightfall of the Ordeal Strike, which apparently also brings a boatload of patch fixes. So hopefully it will work better now, even if you can't go in with 12 people. And Shax is, you know, he's he's going to bring Clash to the Crucible because 
he has he has nothing else for you this week. He's like, you know, you get clash, you deal with it, you run, you run around, you shoot the man to the face. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Run around, shoot the man to the face. Ah, and now we're, you know, this week at Bungie for the 11th of March, 2021. Uh, well, this week at Bungie, March 13th, 2021, Showdown Matchmaking is broken. It doesn't is understand it? how any of this works. It it is. I, I again, you know, took, took, took your advice and you know, took your advice and remembered showdown is up and there's a weekly a weekly uh challenge for showdown. So I said, yeah. well, let me just let me jump in there, see, you know, figure out I've got two and a half hours to play this morning. Let me jump in and see how long it takes. Cause I wasn't sure what the you know actual requirement was besides fill the bar. So I got the I got the challenge done, but the first five or six games between staying in the plat- matchmaking list and going to orbit, I played the same two-man fire team. <laughs> Four of those t- of those five, it got yeah. over. I went to orbit, like went to the kitchen to refill my drink, came back, got back in the playlist, and there they are again. I'm like, is it just like the, the three of us and like four other guys playing? Is that is that the entire like showdown playlist this morning? <laughs> so I just got you know completely obliterated by them over and over of course because they had you know the trials gear and the emblems and everything else it's like yeah we're not gonna win it's like, at least at least it'll be quick tell them about the one team that wasn't stomping you what happened after you played them oh, right well yeah exactly you know so we get that and bungie's like this is fine carry on i know you just got stomped like you know three to nothing five to nothing you know didn't even stand a chance you, you got like two kills to their 10 and then bungie's like okay we're gonna put five of you in you know about you know all of your solo queue you're about the same you know, same level in two matches. We're like, we're we're gonna fight it out. It was really close. We got to the you know tiebreaker game in both instances. We're breaking up those teams. I'm like, I- I'm sorry. What? <laughs> like, we, you found a competitive match. I'm sorry. This is not what we had intended. We're breaking up those teams. I'm like, so you couldn't break up the teams with the trial. But then there's, you know, oh, I was see, just like, okay, here's the thing. They absolutely they could have. They just didn't want to. Yeah, like, oh, no, no. you dipped your toes in this water. We're going to show you what it's like, bud. Yeah, well, well no, no see, see, but 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 the big shiny water is over there. Well, trials, it's back. There's a big emblem that's shiny for all yeah. those people to go play. So I thought maybe, just maybe, with trials actually back, you know, showdown wouldn't be quite as painful. I, I was very wrong. But, but the then, water, yeah, and I, ha- I have oh, heard a rumor that this weekend, the first uh, chest that you can get, the the three wins reward is the gauntlets so you're going to have all new players playing to get gauntlets to then look like they have gone flawless in trials maybe oh, we yeah. should do that no i'm not no because right <laughs> now the only thing in my pool is the scout rifle the shotgun and the pulse rifle and i don't want to dirty the pool for next time <laughs> yeah. you know, comes around, all right i want to get i want to keep getting that that pulse rifle right take it the shotgun or the scout that's not so bad but there's only three things in my pool I don't want to dilute it anymore. All right. No peeing a response pool. He's very happy with with the level it is. He's got a nice balance to it. Shimmers nicely. Don't don't mess up his pool. I absolutely man. I got the UV filters that kill all the bacteria. Everything, dude. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. Uh, yeah. So showdown. I had a good time with this morning. Just again, I walked into it saying I'm going to play this until I fill the bar and then be done with it because why? And then of course I had to relearn how I had reset my valor and said okay. Uh, I've forgotten where they moved this to. Completely forgetting they had moved it to. You have to go see Shacks now. You can no longer just go to the thing. Like I, I, I went to all the little bars and the Crucible menu. Going, why can I not just hold down X to reset my valor? 
What? Where have they taken it? Completely forgetting you have to go see Shacks now and pick up the little, not, not the not the little engram at the top, but like the engram and like the list of rewards. That's where your reset is now hiding, which apparently I had like three or four of those engrams sitting there. So that's news to me. So you can tell I pay a lot of attention and absolutely should be telling you about this game. I did not know that either. Huh. Okay. Well, you figured it out, though. You've shared it with the rest of us. We are now smarter and better educated for your sacrifice. Thank you. And now I'm very confused. Awkward silence. Do you have the hockey emblem on your character respawn? I have many of them. Because I just loaded up Braytech. Because huh. I was trying to go look at you know what the requirements were. And it says all three characters have the hockey emblem on. And last I checked, like, you know, when I turned the Xbox off before we recorded, none of my characters had the hockey emblem on. So do you think Bungie like pushed the hockey emblem to everybody? As a troll or a <laughs> cheese or a, like well, my character is not currently wearing it, so that's a little bit odd. Interesting. And I've still got the whole laser tag weekend. That's my go-to. Okay, yeah. So when I go look at the trials report, it's not there. So maybe it's something Braytech did to put hockey emblem on everyone's character. Maybe as a, as a laugh because of the trials thing. Because yeah. apparently trials is back. But so's the cheating. Uh... And apparently, according to Lucky, it's twice as bad. Yeah, I saw and, you post that. Explain. Well, I saw this morning just before I was leaving work that he posted a video uh, that happened. I think, yeah, he posted a video saying that it's twice as bad. People are still doing the Hakai cheat. And what they figured out now, rather than having a burner account, is that they're just using a burner character. Because obviously, Bungie have patched what was happening with trials so that you couldn't swap out to a different account, but you can swap back on your account and just have a burner character. So they're doing what they did before <laughs> and just swapping out the characters because you can have trials passages on each character. So it doesn't matter if you have a burner one, you just swap to that one, rejoin, lose, and then swap to your, you know, you know your, the one that's on the flawless passage when you get the flawless um, role. That's so, awesome. Which is what I thought was being done anyway. I thought, well... That's a much simpler way of doing it. Why would they swap to a burner account? But they obviously done it to a burner account yeah, so that Bungie right. patched that. And then when they reinitiate trials, they can still redo it. So unfortunately, somebody's going to lose out here. Somebody's either going to, it's either going to be where we had before, where if you got DDoSed out of trials or you lost your connection or something, you won't be able to rejoin. That's all that this is going to, actually happen you won't be able to rejoin the match unless they can figure out a way of you can only rejoin on the character that you had before so as a as a quick pause demon right mm -hmm. so are you looking at the stream right now or no because i'm gonna show you what you need to send uh, it says your friend code is... oh and it's uses 10 digits really yeah that's my huh. that's my code i've sent you jesus how old am I that my code is only eight digits long? <laughs> Very. I guess. Um, yeah, no, it says like it says you don't exist with what you sent me, homeboy. And I'd just like to, as we're kind of talking about it now, thank you very much, Respawn. Respawn sent me a laptop in the post, which cost more for me than it did for him. 
which is weird. In postal. Anyway, so I, I have I have a nice new laptop to do my editing on because the other one was slowly breaking. And the screen was kind of falling off. So that was good. Kind so, yes, yeah, so I've now downloaded Destiny because apparently I can play Destiny on it, according to Respawn. Not to the laptop itself. The laptop itself said, no, it, it won't be able to handle it. But Respawn assured me it would. So I downloaded it. I turned it on. I, I got into Destiny. I played around with the menus and things. So that was good. So I've, that's as far as I've gone. I've gone to the tower. And I think that's it. But no, so like, okay, so it cost me $120 US to send it all the way to Britain, right? To where he lives. Ask him how much it costs for him to go down the street and pick it up. So, th so that's 86 pounds. 120 US dollars is 86 pounds to send it. To receive yeah. this laptop, he had to pay... 150 pounds. <laughs> So he had to pay two hundred and eight dollars just to, to, pick receive, it up. to receive the laptop. Yeah, like yes, yes indeed. <laughs> just why? Why did you have to pay to pick up your package that was already paid for to send it to you? It Welcome still boggles my mind. International shipping chat. But yeah, I'd like to say thank you to everybody that reached out to me this week. There was a couple of people that reached out and said, "Oh, we've heard that you haven't done a Deepstone crypt." we can get you going through it and i was like okay and after bless him tried this week he tried to set up one with his clan and he was like oh you know if you if it works on pc we could go and do it on pc so i was like logged into pc yet yeah, was gonna go and then realized i needed to buy dlc before i could Ooh. actually do it so yeah i was like oh so now i've, I've kind of got to sort that out Let's get back on track with. Um, we started with this week in Destiny, didn't we? We have, we have never been on track, sir, but we are preparing for the Grandmaster, okay. who will also not be on track. And by preparing for the Grandmaster, we mean largely being sad that Bungie's going to patch the 12 man exploit to uh, not care about Grandmaster. I've told you. I've told you. It's, there's going to be another way around it. The guys have got this in hand, haven't you, Cheese? Froggy. Spoiler. And don't keep it to yourself this time, guys, please. At the very least, share it with us, right? We'll just share it with, with our people, bro. I promise. I don't really think you can share say, it with me, uh, and then I can taunt Respawn with it. Yeah. Exactly. That's so mean. Uh, so what is Grandmaster? Are you ready? So starting March 16th, the Grandmaster Nightfall becomes available. Uh, if you've never heard of it before or never cared, no problem. Let's get you up to speed. So what you're going to need is your strike difficulty is set to 1,350 power. The minimum power requirement to get in the door is 1325, and contest mode will be enabled. So even if you are higher than 1325, you're going to be capped. So you're going to go into this activity no matter what you do day one, 25 light levels below what it asks of you. Mm -hmm. And each strike will have a specific set of modifiers to ramp up a difficulty. So, you know, actually look at them, make sure you know the champions you're going to face, make sure you know what awaits you. And one Grandmaster will be available each week until April 20th. And then starting April 20th, they're going to make all of them available in a direct launch playlist. You can burn through all of them to get your Conqueror title before the season ends. And, you know, the final three weeks of the season, that's your opportunity to catch up if you miss one in rotation or just want to wait and blow through them all at once because you're still nowhere near power level. <laughs> so that said, are either of you at power level and are either of you looking forward to or dreading doing this? 
Uh, I dread doing it the first couple times, but after you get the the mojo down, it's actually not that bad. I mean, the worst part is getting too light level, which brings me to your first question. No, I'm currently 319, not 325, but I'm working on it. I think I'm at 315, 15, so. Did I say 1315? Damn, always. Yes, I'm 1315. Yeah, you, you, you messed me up then. I was about to copy what you were saying. <sighs> <laughs> but I, I, I also whatever think, the highest is plus 15 okay <laughs> i also think what they've done in the twab i think starting last week was really quite nice is the fact they've actually started speaking to newer players as well it's not just kind of this is the twab and if you know destiny we can just throw things at you they're actually breaking it down for people to understand that are new coming into the game which is nice as well so they're breaking down what the grandmasters are what the strike difficulty is, what the minimum power requirements, and what you can kind of earn, and why you want to kind of go into it, which is quite nice because before it would just be grandmasters are coming, and this is the minimum power. They didn't kind of explain it; they'd have to kind of wait for. So us why, to kind of as do a things. new, you want to go in there, share with the class? Well, maybe you want your adept versions of your uh, your shadow price or your palindrome or your swarm because you want another auto rifle. A uh, hand cannon or machine gun. Mm. Now, what does the adept version give me, Parody? Why is that different from any other version? Well, respawn. Don't ask Parody. Just ask me because I know these things. <laughs> okay, David. It'll grant additional stat bonuses with masterwork, and it can be socketed with the adept weapon mods, which you can also earn in Trials of Osiris. Da da da. Would you like me to elaborate a, a bit further? Sure. Can you also get the mods for these guns inside Grandmaster Nightfalls, or do you only get the mods from the Trials? No, you can also get mods from Trials and the Grandmasters. So the Adept weapons are basically masterworked versions of these weapons, and they can come with random rolls, and they can come with random masterworks like we can get at the moment. But because these are Adept versions, they come with uh, you can get adept mods on them as well as what it kind of does with um, already. So the masterwork of it, which you know, gives you a 10 plus in whichever stat that it drops in. So you can get handling, range, stability, things like that. But when you do masterwork it, you get a plus three on everything else, all the other stats outside of impact. So you'll get plus three in stability, handling reload speed all that kind of stuff as well as your plus 10 that you get from the masterwork in whatever it rolls with and it can be random rolls so you can keep going and going and going and get better versions or if it's not the version that you like you can redo the the grandmasters and have another chance of getting them but as respawn alluded to they also drop with what is called these adept mods as well so where we have normal mods that we can socket into our weapons that would give us, say, plus five in um, targeting. Whatever. So, yeah, yeah, the targeting adjuster is a plus five on top of your stats, as well as whatever you can master at your weapon for. But these weapons, they can drop with various different uh, adept mods. And three of the mods are ones very similar to what you have in Iron Banner. So they'll give you a, a really good perk. They'll also take something in return. So the depth targeting mod gives you 
plus 10 in targeting, but it takes away 20 in stability. Uh, you also have Adept Counterbalance, which gives you plus 25 in recoil, but it takes away 10 of range. You then have Adept Magazine, which gives you plus 40 for your magazine, but minus 20 in handling. And then there are other mods that just give you a, a 10 plus in whatever. So they are Adept Accuracy, Blast Radius, Charge Time, Projectile Speed, Range, Reload, Stability, Draw Time handling and impact so you can get a plus 10 on some of those and some of those you can't get the mods the mods won't go on um so you can't get projectile speed for your like uh auto rifle or your hand cannon but it might come on a rocket launcher so these are the ones that are across the board from trials and i'm hoping that they'll all be dropping in the grandmasters as well which is also gives you another reason why you want to run them because if you get any adept weapons from say trials or the grandmasters and it's available to slot onto them so like the blast radius projectile speed can go on the rocket launchers if they if you get it to drop in if you get the mod to drop in your grandmasters and you've got the adept version from trials the, of the rocket launcher you could then socket it on there so hopefully that's how it's going to kind of work well said one can hope. So with the um, with the Grandmaster Nightfalls, does that mean that the Nightfall that we have next week for Grandmasters can be the same Nightfall that we have for that weekly? So yes, it's only going to be... Or what? What's the weapon for next week? The weapon for this week is the Swarm, isn't it? Uh, I, got, I got a year one sniper rifle. So... I don't know. Sepex Prime is the the nightfall for next week. So whatever drops from Sepex Prime. Shadow? No, no, it's, it's it's just yeah, it's just random. Mm, okay. Well, I say it's random. It's on a loop, so it goes Shadow Price, Palindrome, Swarm. So it's whatever. Ah. It goes, okay. Whatever this week's one, I think I'm sure because last week was Palindrome when we had the nightfalls up where you could just farm them, couldn't you? But I've had so, I've done two nightfalls this week at uh, thirteen thirty, and everybody, myself included, keeps getting a year one sniper. Nobody's gotten the swarm, so I don't know if it's bugged or just you know just, all of us had bad luck. It's just, just RNG. Yeah, just a random drop, just like uh, just like you know everything else in the game. Like you can run uh, run the legendary lost sectors until you're blue in the face and still not get the telescope catalyst drop, or you can get it to drop on your second try. Just depends. <laughs> do you not have your Telesto Catalyst, bud? Oh, no, sir. I do have my Telesto Catalyst. Uh -huh. And and I can confirm, you can run the Legendary Lost Sector in a fire team of three, and it will give you the Telesto Catalyst, because it took me about two tries, maybe three. It took ODST Mayhem, who was with us, about eight or nine tries. And, of course, the one man who is most deserving of the Telesto Catalyst, Panoramics 18, still does not have a Telesto Catalyst after many many, many runs through two separate Legendary Lost Sectors <laughs> that we both remanned, and then the two of us did a whole bunch of other and still could not get it to drop. So mm -hmm. I just told him, this is this is simply revenge for D1, when he would take clips of him dismantling Gallahorns and send them to me <laughs> over and over again, because they were just, you know, showing up at his house like every day, and I could not get one to drop to save my life. So, see, 
it's just sweet retribution. So yeah, it, no, it, I mean it's totally RNG. You can it just like you're going for raid weapons and can't get, can't get those to drop. Everything else is the same thing. You run large sector till you're blue in the face. But at least you, I can confirm now that yes, you can run these in a fire team, and the you know the the Palesto catalyst and I don't know if there's anything else in that pool that can drop. It can drop into fire team. You don't have to solo these, and you can run the 1300s. That's nice. what we're doing. We were three manning 1300s just over and over and over again, waiting for the one to drop. And props to Ubontis for being like, here's how you should do this, where it will suck less. So we watched his video, sort of spec ourselves out and said, all right, let's just keep hitting this over and over and over and see what happens. Oh, ooh, ooh. I can also confirm that if you do it on the hardest difficulty, the 1330, is it? The mm-hmm. lost, yeah, the, the 30 solo, it'll also drop. Good job. Yeah, it'll also drop. Yeah, you can do that sure. solo and it'll also drop from there. But is it a guaranteed drop from 1330 solo? Or is no, it it still no, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's still RNG. <laughs> nope, nothing. I, nothing I got it on my good. second attempt. But so, by the time I'd run it through the second time, I was quite, you know, competent of running it through. And I what, was only, as I said, I was only at 1315, I think, at the time. It was a challenge, but it was good fun. Uh, parody. When did you get it to drop for you finally? Um, last week. We, 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 I, 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 I Oh, 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 Gallahorn or, or, or Gallahorn? Oh, no, just got through last week. Yeah, oh, oh. he just got it. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> it was not quite that bad, but it was close. I, I was the I was the entire the guy every single time in Crota or Vogue or whatever. They're like, everyone grab your Gallahorn. I was always the guy going, I don't have one. That was me through most of D1. It was it was a long time. I, you know, because I, I didn't come to the game like day one where Zer sold it like, you know, the first week. I'm not. Yeah. Freaking, oh, I, I listened to the Ascendant Nomad interview that uh, Guardian Downcast did. And, they were, and, and he, him telling that story, he's like, yeah, so, you know, I jumped into Crucible and like it was my first Crucible match at the end of the game. I had this yellow this yellow weapon drop and it was a Galahorn. His like day one, first match of PvP in yeah. Destiny 1. I'm like, that was me except for the opposite of that. Like I'd done Vault of Glass, you know, 30 times and Crota another 20 times and uh, I think Zer eventually sold it, or more likely. Yeah, he sold I, I, it a week before it got nerfed, which is when I got mine. It's when he finally yeah, sold yeah, it. Well, like, I, I don't remember if I bought it from Zer or as these things usually happen, I got it to drop in the game the same week Zer sold it. So I got it on like, you know, the Wednesday before Zer sold it. Because that's usually how I get my exotics that I can't get. The RNG will finally go, okay, we're going to sell this to you on Friday. Let's give it to you sometime during this week, just so you can feel mad. That you you got it, but then right before you could have bought it. But no, it was it was I, I, like I, I wish I wish there was a when did I get this gun in Destiny.com that I could go and look like when did this first enter your loop pull or when did you first get this? Because it was a long freaking time. Not that I'm bitter. <laughs> no, no, I'm absolutely bitter. That's what put me off of 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 exotics for a long time because I got it the week before it got nerfed from Zer. And then two days later, again, still before it got nerfed, I got one to drop after I bought it. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm definitely salty. He might be more mature than I am, but I am 100% salty. Anyway, moving on. So. Well, I was just going to say about the adept weapons and the adept mods. Um, I watched a really interesting video from Demon Joe France, which I'll link in the show notes, which goes over when Trials first came out, what the Adept weapons were, and 
he previews like the Swarm Palindrome and the Shadow Price coming later on in the season. And he goes over what I've kind of reiterated in like what the, the mods do and things like that. But if you want to kind of listen to it again with somebody with a bit more um, know-how, then, then yeah. But I mean, he points out that, that one of the roles that he was looking out for was on the Summoner Auto Rifle with Overflow Rampage with, I think it was the... It was the Adept magazine, where it gave plus forty to the magazine. So he said that you could you could roughly run around the map with hundred and twenty bullets in your magazine with the overflow Ooh. and the adept yeah with the magazine. Oh, talk sexy to me. Yeah, there you go. But that's a six hundred RPM. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to work. Well, uh, it I'm, doesn't. Sure, with that many bullets, it doesn't matter how it works. Sure. You're gonna win. Listen, listen. Here's your loadout as a Titan, dude. We've discussed this, right? So you put on your armamentarium, right? I'm sorry, the war pig. I lied. You put on the war pig. You put on your sweet business, and then you get the raid heavy machine gun, right? Or light machine gun. Sorry, that comes with extended mag and reconstruction. That'll give you a 150 round base magazine inside of your freaking machine gun so you, you can run both the freaking sweet business and your heavy until you literally run out of bullets before reloading 150 isn't nearly enough bullets that's not even getting started that's just spitting up the weapon <laughs> if, if i'm reloading after 150 bullets what exactly but what i'm saying to you is you get a 150 round magazine that's the only machine gun in the game that can get a magazine that big yeah but it's and, it's also cool that you can get a mod that's going to you know improve your stability as well as a masterwork that's also going to improve your stability plus three to all the other stats as well so it's it's what they're worth going for even if you kind of even if you don't get the the best role on the adept weapons it's also worth kind of trying them out to see how well you can kind of do with them and then see go for something you know the following week if there's a weapon up that you really like so I'm sure it's going to be the shadow price next week. So do you think that Bungie should have it such that if you get the adept weapon, it should come with a static roll? Or do you enjoy the freaking random rolls? Because I think they should take the best rolls on that weapon and make it static if you're doing the adept weapon version, right? Isn't that, isn't that what they did in D1? They were static rolls in D1? Yeah, but I think that's, yeah. that's what makes the game stale. I think the the fact that you can go in and play over and over again to get a chance at a random roll with perks that you know are really good if you can get one with it that's really good roll but it gives you it gives you the replayability and that's the thing that we kind of oh, the grandmaster right so you get replayability of the grandmaster each time it comes out with a different weapon but people still do nightfalls grandmaster or less to get like golf balls and shards and stuff so there's, yeah, there's but no one, once you're filled up on your golf balls and your shards and you've got the static role of the best gun for that playlist you're not going to want to go in and play again there's so always that itch that you might want to you might be able to go back and get or help somebody know, else a better role huh? you know I said you could always play a different activity, or you can help somebody else get that that god roll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, yeah, you could, and and a lot of people do, but you know, some streamers don't like doing that. Do we know if there's curated rolls in the loot pool, or is it just, or is it just the random roll? 
I haven't seen curated role in the last couple of seasons. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I looked on light.gg and it did say there was a, a curated role, but I haven't seen a curated role. I think that that could have just been lying to me. Okay. I mean, I was just curious because, like, you know, that's that's the one thing that I've, you know, that I've, especially on a shadow price, I, you know, if there's a curated role, you know, like the curated role of the gnawing hunger that dropped from the reckoning, like that was something I absolutely chased and rechased when they were going to sunset it. Yeah. To make sure I had a fresh one coming into the new to the new batch of seasons. So man, that's and that's something I would, you know, if there's if there's and I should say, I guess, if there's a a curated role that's curated for me, because there's plenty of curated roles where I'm like, that's fine, but it's not, you know, it's not something I'm gonna use. It's not my play style. But if there's a curated role that works for how I want to play, that's definitely something worth ch- chasing. You know, even if it's just even if it's just there in the loophole is you could get this to drop and it could drop even better for you. Great, but at least the random roles. I don't know. I, I'm always of two minds because I don't, you know, again, I don't have the time. I'm a filthy casual. I don't have the time to, to replay a lot of these things. Right. At least if I do get on, you know, like, like Pan and Odie and I, you know, blew through. I think I finished every bounty I had for Legendary Law Sectors that day because I ran like 20 or 30 of them and hadn't done a single one in the season up till now. So it's like, at least it's, it's, you can get something done while you're doing this thing, just like, you know, running an activity over and over. So I'm happy. It's like, I'm happy to go and, you know, like take an evening and go grind through something, but then I likely ever do it again in that season just because there's too much to do and i have things to get done yeah and that's what i'm saying for the casuals or for you know the 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 hardcore right if you give the adept version a static role right they can still get their random roles doing other activities to get that same weapon that's not adept right Uh, or or like i said go help other people get the adept weapon or whatever you know but like if i'm doing a grandmaster nightfall and i have a low chance to get the weapon to begin with right and then that weapon comes out being adept with like the worst role ever dude i i'm gonna break a game i'm gonna break a game you know i think it's probably gonna be like the lighthouse that you kind of you will get an adept weapon yeah but like because like the lighthouse, people are complaining about the rolls on the weapons you get from the lighthouse. Right? Yeah, what, but I think they've listened. The they are. have listened to the community on that. Yeah, well, I mean, just like you know, you go and you get these pinnacle drops of armor, and they're fifty-five or fifty-two. It's like okay, you may be a pinnacle pinnacle drop, but you're not in any way. Yeah, I'm you glad know? you said that about the armor because there's also a video that I'd like to point people in the direction of for Fallout plays. Where he goes over, where is it? I'll just find it quick. Uh, yeah, armor. Yeah, and it says three minutes, dude. It it takes way more than three minutes. The boss fight might take more than three minutes, but getting to the boss is way more than three minutes. Yeah. So uh, basically, this is going to the prophecy dungeon and yeah. completing the end boss over and over again. So you'd have to swap one of your characters out. So you've got the checkpoint always. But yeah, it's it's just it's a good way of getting high stat armor. And you get two kind of chances. You get one from killing the boss and one from the final chest. And the first time you do it on each character each week, you get a pinnacle drop. But thereafter, you still get high stat rolls, which is really nice. So it's it's worth doing. So yeah, I'll, I'll link the video from Fallout Plays in the um, show notes. Plus, they're also nice for ornaments as well, because, you know, that'll be next season, won't it? With our transmog. I can delete all the other armor I have because it's just not useful. That's not true. I, I'm 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 working. I'm slowly working on building like a gambit set, and the prefectus armor is just absurd enough that I'm you know kind of actually paying attention to what the rolls are that drop on it. 
and slowly like infusing up, you know, the highest roll with the highest light level. Because of course those are never the same thing. I've got you know good light level rolls, you know, twelve fifty and thirteen oh two ones that are absolutely garbage. Because this is destiny. So has has anybody uh, the, gilded a title that you can now you know guild over and over again and get little numbers next to your gilded title if you want to beat your head against that wall over and over again? No, have you? Have you done your gilded um, gambit yet? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm waiting on the reset. I got to reset it before I can get mine. Unless you were talking to him because I was with the baby for a minute. I have no idea what conversation we were having. <laughs> Either way, yeah, I was talking to yeah the the gambiteer. Okay, yeah. no, no, I haven't. Partially because I just don't know if I'll have time to finish it. Although I did, I I am at least thinking about doing it because the the part that I thought was like don't die and bank the most most moats on your team and do this was or uh, I was I was trying to live in that respawn world of and and I should have lived in or I thought it was like don't die and bank the most moats and do the most damage. I thought it was like do all of this at once. I'm like yeah, that, that's not happening. So so I'm I've got four of ten of those without really again realizing what it was. But the the fifty wins, I think I'm at like five or seven of like the fifty wins, and I just don't know if I'll have enough time to play enough gambit to get there. That's what I've been doing this week, in addition to my showdown and just a little yeah, bit, of, you know, know, everything like that. I'm all sectors here, but yeah, it's, it's just I don't know if I'll have the time to put in to do it. Interested in it, but again, if it resets at the end of the season, I'll get it done right in time for it to reset, and then it's why am I chasing this thing? Right. No, I think the gilded title personally is is ridiculous, right? If it's going to be gilded, it needs to stay gilded, not just a seasonal thing. And I know you're going to say, "Oh, it just gives people something to chase every season." Totally get that, but like, I'm not a guy that likes to work hard for something that's going to go away. I feel like um, there was a Greek. Uh, oh God, what was his name? I forgot his name, but his punishment was to push a rock up a hill for all eternity in Hades. That's, and that's what that huh? I believe that's our good buddy Sisyphus. Yeah, sis- thank you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and that's how I feel whenever I hear, "Oh, you can work really hard for this thing that's going to go away in three months." I'm like, why would anybody do that? But, yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, really, that's you know, we're we're all playing Sisyphusian games at this. Point. We're pushing the boulder up to the top of the hill. We almost get to the top of the hill, and then our boulder rolls back down the hill again. And we go turn around and push it back up the hill. I mean, that's really what every seasonal reset is on every game that's Destiny or otherwise. Hey, you 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 finished this thing, you've gotten to this thing, you've made it to the to the goalpost, you've made it to the end of the race. Now we're gonna move the goalpost on you. Now we're gonna push the race out. Now it's twenty seven miles. Right? So the weapons well, now they don't get sunset anymore, but even when they were getting sunset, you had a year or so to play with them, right? So it wasn't like it was that much of a pain. Yeah, there are new weapons coming out. Yeah, they're probably better weapons, but you're not losing out on the things that you've already obtained, at least not immediately, right? So I felt like by Destiny doing that, hey, you know, you can use this gun for a year, but we're going to have three seasons between here and there. You're going to find another gun that you like, and then you'll be able to have that gun for a year, and you won't care when this gun gets sunset kind of thing, you know? So it's like a way of easing you into it, not just like, hey, work really hard, get this title, and then it's just gone in three months. Start over. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, that, that's usually the timetable I'm on is is do the thing right before it gets sunset or right before it gets taken out of the game. Yeah. But I got it. I got it. I got the checkbox on a cool list somewhere that doesn't matter. But you got the checkbox, though, man. You got the checkbox, bro. So, uh, 
Well, I think now it's now it's time to, to go join our call to Vayon and uh, sit back and listen to some patch notes because because we're going to preview all the patch notes. Because our current target for Destiny Two Update Three Point One Point One, so respawn, grab the Three Eleven, yeah. put it yeah. on, put it on okay. repeat because it's Three Eleven update time. Three Eleven update time. March Sixteenth. Uh, well, this isn't the largest patch they've shipped. This patch, this patch is chunky. It is a chunky, chunky patch. It's going to look like a hunter with a giant shoulder pants. It's thick. There's a lot. Don't, of let's not mention hunters in this patch note because I'm already a little. All right. We don't okay. want to start a riot already. Right. So it looks like every piece of Titan armor ever released. Giant, <laughs> overbearing, and real thick. Yeah. So they're again they're targeting this for Tuesday. So by the time you hear this uh, tomorrow in in your world, more or less. So the fallen saber strike. Uh, they fixed an issue where the strike boss would not spawn until all players were alive and present, and their role had been called, and they'd raise their hand to say they're here. They've improved the objective waypoint behavior. They've what? fixed grammatical errors. Um, the objective waypoint apparently was misbehaving, so they've improved it. They've taken it back and beaten it. I gave it detention. I don't know. Like in general or for the Fallen Saber Strike? Uh, the Fallen Saber Strike. Okay, gotcha. So uh, having not run it, I don't know how it was misbehaving, but apparently it's going to behave better now, starting Tuesday. They fixed some grammatical errors in the player directive text. When it said run forward, it actually meant retreat, retreat, run the other direction, all things are bad ahead. They fixed a bug where the fire team member entering the area late could cause the Warsat falling visual effects again. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if another Warsat fell on your head, but you saw another Warsat fall so hallucinations yes mm -hmm. uh they fixed an issue where zavala's dialogue in the first area play multiple times Love and they fixed a bug where the fallen energy shield could see could be seen sticking out of the wall now for the devil's lair strike our buddy sepix prime who's coming up as our ordeal this week uh the boss now has a boss uh the sepix prime now has a boss health bar don't know what he had That's, before, but now he has a boss health bar. Yeah, nothing before. Well, very good. Uh, they fixed some floating environmental objects. I'm so glad. Yeah, so, you know, the, those, the floating environmental things, those have been fixed. Oh, cool. They fixed an issue where some monster spawn points looked like accessible doorways to players. And then you walked in there, and it was nothing but monsters. Not a good place to be. Actually, that would be an amazing place to be if you could do that. You couldn't actually walk in, could you? Uh, no, it just looked like accessible doorways, but couldn't actually get Man, if you could walk in, just all the monsters there, dude, nade! Uh, <laughs> this one seems fun. They fixed an issue where the Overload Captain could spawn with the wrong name. Nothing like fighting an Overload Captain you don't know is an Overload Captain. Love it. They fixed an issue where the Fallen Walker and Fallen Brig could respawn after they were defeated. Like Sunsinger Warlocks that they are in their hearts. They fixed an issue where the physics was missing from a wall entirely in the strike, allowing players to get lost out of the environment. Uh, they, is this the same strike, dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is all double, double burst. So they fixed lots of double player. So now we've got some armor fixes, which will be good both in and out of strike. So they fixed an issue with the linear actuators perk on the Titan Exotic Dune Marchers, which was not triggering properly. The perk now behaves as expected, triggering on each and each subsequent melee strike after an appropriate amount of sprint time. The font of might no longer displays the gen the generic damage boost spring 
Yeah, let's try that again. The Font of Might no longer displays the generic damage boost string when the benefit is active. And they fixed a bug where the mantle of Battle Harmony and Oculus Exile were not displaying their flavor text at all. The, um, 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 uh, um, the, um, uh, the um, I was expecting there to be an N in there somewhere. The Amiculus no longer grants melee energy when making yourself invisible under some circumstances. Oh, the Omnioculus. Omnioculus. It's the exotic with all the eyeballs on for the hunter. Yeah, I, I think there should be an N in that word, but there isn't. And my brain just goes, huh? And uh, the Curious of the Falling Star no longer grants an overshield when used with super other than super than uh, Thunder Crash. And we're going to fix a couple of weapons. They fixed an issue where flavor text wasn't appearing across several seasonal weapons. They've added Rumble to the end of the Dead Man's Tale reload. They've adjusted the Risk Runner perks visual effects, which were causing epileptic issues. Like, like, a, like a haptic rumble or like a visual rumble? What are you talking about? Uh, they, they added Rumble to the end of the Dead Man's Tale reload. <laughs> okay. It's like I have the text. I, I read, you decide. <laughs> uh, use the Arbalist Amosis to make it harder to hit headshots in Crucible. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. They set the Frenzy and Cranial Spike, Frenzy and Cranial Spike perks to the correct buff icons. Uh, they fixed the Tiku's Divination missing kill feed icon. And oh, yeah, because I was concerned weeks, about that. Yeah, and after a few weeks of development and playtests, we also have a round of stasis balancing slated for March 23rd. So all the things I've just stumbled through are coming this week. All the things we're about to stumble through are coming the week after that, March 23rd. So that's the future still. The future. future. Or as we like to call it, Australia. <laughs> so, yeah. So lots of good strike fixes, which is good since, you know, you're going to give us Grandmaster strikes and, you know, having all the walls work and things floating or not floating seems like a good idea naming our captains properly seems like a good plan because overload overload captains live in my dreams and haunt my nightmares do they i feel so sorry for you they they do because other than the ogre that spawns at the end of the battlegrounds on cosmodrome the overload captain is probably the worst thing in this game <laughs> really okay uh so yeah we're there's some uh some good, uh, some some adjustments to the to the stasis coming. So, uh, uh, do you, do you, do you, do you hear that respawn? Like respawn, uh, uh, just like an old diesel engine. It may take him a second to get going, but when he gets there, he's uh, good. No, so, no, no. so should we talk about your favorite class first, or save it to the last, so you can be properly angry at the end? Oh, I, I think we should poke the bear with the sticks first. Poke <laughs> the bear with the sticks first. Poke the bear with the sticks first. All right, so so here, bear. So so here's here's the stick. So, so shatter dive. They've removed the damage resistance from shatter dive, mm -hmm. and they've added a four second cooldown between activations of shatter dive. Mm -hmm. uh, your withering blade. They've decreased the withering blade damage against players from ninety to sixty five. Only in PvP, PvP yep. damage is unchanged. They're all PvP changes, by the way. You don't have right. to specify that every time. They're all PvP only. Continue. Yep. And they decrease the Withering Blade slow stacks applied to players from 60 to 40 stacks. Mm -hmm. Again, B is unchanged. Decrease the target acquisition of the Withering Blade after it impacts a player from 12 meters to 8 play to eight meters. So basically, uh, you don't have resistance on your Shadow Dive anymore. 
or your shatter dive, not shadow dive. That's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, I can cool down between the shatter dives. Withering blades do less damage in PvP. They do less frost. Yep. Yep. And the the slow stacks are decreased, and the target acquisition you have to be a little bit closer to use it. It's decreased. Yeah. All that stuff is. They hit us hard because everybody. Oh no, the the shurikens are too strong. The shadow dive is too strong. Hunter's too strong. They killed my girl. That is ridiculous. And it gets even worse because if the shadow dive changes aren't bad enough, they've made changes to the grenade that you use for your shadow dive parody. By all means, explain that. Go ahead. I, I, I can't because it's not in the patch notes. And I only it know. <laughs> read. It the patch notes. No, they said the crystals do less shatter damage. And uh, on the patch notes I just read. Man, hold up. Unless Houndish no, is lying. No, 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 no. That's further down. Okay. That, okay. That's, that's to right. everybody. Okay, very good. So get angry about that in a minute. So <laughs> wait for it. Do you have any thoughts about uh, since I do, I know you play Hunter as well. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen much Shatter Dive. I mean, maybe this is why people are anticipating the nerf. But again, I feel like if you know to look for the Shatter Dive, it's just not that effective in PvP. Yeah, no, that's true. But like, like, uh, uh, and to be honest, if you're getting baited into the Shatter Dive, no amount of nerfing or buffing is going to help you. You're dead. It doesn't yeah. happen. You're, you're still dead. <laughs> so no, no. With the damage changes to the Shatter Crystals, I don't think it'll one-shot you anymore, even if you're standing on it. I'll have to do some math, or somebody will do math, but I don't think you can one-shot You're going to do math. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm, you're going to wait for Fallout to put out the video. You're not going to do math. <laughs> don't even go there. But, but I could. I have the ability. I just don't no, no. have the drive. Yeah, that's what, you should be led with that. I could go and do some math, but I'm going to wait for Fallout to tell me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so but anyway, no, I'm pretty no, sure no, just no, rough no, math. it's not going to be able to watch out you anymore. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't know if it matters, though, because, again, if you're being shattered dove, you're likely already in a position where someone else is going to kill you. Probably. If you're in PvP and you're shatter diving and you don't die from the shatter dive, it's not like you can come out of those that shatter dive, you know, perfectly fine and aware where the enemies are. You're you're dead. You're, you're basically dead. I mean, look, I'm upset about the overall nerves, but what really got me is is the damn ninja stars, right? They're not that strong, especially when you think about other people's oh, faces. Oh, they are, like sir. That. No, they're they not. Are, you sir. have to hit somebody with both of them which is not easy to do, right? So unlike everybody else's, where you just have to hit them once and they're frozen, right? We have to tag you with both of our stars to freeze you. But no, that wasn't a good enough nerf. No, now we have to nerf the freaking frost stacks so that now even if we hit you with both, it's not enough to freeze you. It's ridiculous, man. It's absolute. Our melee is now the only melee that cannot freeze with one shot. We have to combine our melee with something else in order to freeze you now. That yeah, is ridiculous. You have, you have to think about it. That yeah, it this does. helps them bring you up your light subclasses. Yeah, you absolutely this do. This helps bring up your light subclasses again, though. This helps bring it them back in line so that it They've is... They've only hurt the freaking hunters, dude. No, they haven't only hurt the freaking hunters, dude. With the hunter nerfs they have. With yeah, the other nerfs they have. Two classes. So he's not wrong. With the hunter nerfs, they've only hurt the hunters. You're not wrong, sir. <laughs> I, I, I do think it is worth mentioning... That that you know, since they built they built these classes from the ground up as new classes, you know, they can make tweaks to PvE or PvP. 
Whereas we'll see further down, like when they touch the uh, uh, Kamehameha hands for the Warlock, which is called the... No, it's just Kamehameha. You had it right. Yeah, the the giant bolt of electricity. They touch that and everything, but in in stasis, you can actually, you know, they can tune each of these differently, which Mm -hmm. is nice. They built that in from the get-go, where they they say, we can tune these as opposed to we're nerfing the super entirely. We can say, hey, in PvP, we're doing this in PvE. Knock yourself out. Do what you need to do. Which is why I think we want them to then be able to go back and alter the light subclasses so that they can possibly do that with the light subclasses. So where they've built the dark ones from the ground up like they have, and they're able to tune for PvP and PvE separately, which is a great change because we weren't able to have that with the light ones. Right. I think you know that, that just calls for them to go back and alter the, the light subclasses to then be able to tune them separately for the PvP and PvE. Yeah, you know, who who wouldn't want that? The fact no, that you no, could you could be an overpowered god in PVE, but you know it's quite reasonable in PvP. No, no, those changes are fine. I'm not I'm not upset about those changes, or even the fact that they nerfed us in PVE and not PVE. Right? No, my concern is that you know Shattered Dive was already nerfed, right? So we knew that we were going to be moving away from that. No big surprise there. These additional Shattered Dive nerf nerfs okay whatever like you said people don't really use them anyway because of the last nerf right but the ninja stars was the only way we really have to effectively freeze you right whereas all all these other classes warlock melee freezes one shot freezes one shot no i know about the grenade yeah i know about those stacks too but um you know or a super huh they've taken the grenades in the super way they didn't touch the super. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, yeah, they, they, they took it away. You're kind of breaking up a little bit, Parody. What are you talking about? You just said the hunters have no way to freeze people, so they took your grenades and your oh, super. I see. No, the grenades they did affect, by the way. So you get less stacks from the freaking orb grenade, if you didn't notice, right? Less, less of the freezy stacks from the frost dome grenade, whatever the hell that name is, right? Someone's so. Tell me how this stack work anyway, because I just know I I get hit by and a grenade and I slow grenade. down and then eventually I freeze. I'm really not concerned about what the stacks are on it. I just know I'm a sitting duck the moment I get slowed or frozen. The thing about it is, is it it, it adds up to 100, right? So, um, if both of our shurikens, for example, only do 40, well, now that's only 80 out of 100. You're slowed, but you're not frozen, right? You have to hit that 100 stack to freeze somebody, which now. We have to use both of our shurikens, hit you with both shurikens, and hit you with a grenade to hope to freeze you. But yet Titan's got a slide melee that freezes you in one shot. Warlocks have a standard melee that freezes you in one shot. Or just shoot me and kill me while I'm 80% frozen. See, you, you're trying to make light of it, right? Because you're stuck thinking. Well, 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 no. I mean, but I mean, honestly, it, it, yeah. if I'm getting nerfed. Like, like if I'm sitting here at 80% frozen, what does it matter if I'm totally frozen or mostly frozen? I'm still dead. There's one way you're shooting back, the other way you're not. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, you're, you're not wrong, but also you're going to win that encounter. It, it's going to happen. If, if if you freeze me 80% of the way and somehow don't win the encounter, you're either already a, a hair from death or just very bad at the game. Right. No, I understand that logic, but the logic that I'm trying to get forth is that they've removed the hunter's ability to freeze almost entirely. Right, while not touching your abilities to freeze, right? 
You, you, you're missing we the big We don't have abilities to freeze. All we have is grenades, my friend. No, you're Titan. Now, with this season, you have a thing where if you slide and you do a melee, uh, an ice wall comes out freezing everything in front of you. It's an ice wall. It freezes things. Yeah, but you have to be pretty good to freeze somebody on it. You have to be pretty good to throw a Chinese star and hit somebody at a distance. Didn't no, stop you really. from nerfing us. Not really. So anyway, so the Titans Glacial Quake, they were, <laughs> they have removed the area of effect freeze against players when you cast the super. It'll still freeze PvE enemies on cast. They've reduced the damage resistance of the super from 60% to 50%. They've increased the usage energy cost of the Shiver Strike when Glacial Quake. Yeah. They've increased the energy cost using Shiver Strike in Glacial Quake from 3% to 7% super energy. And using the combo of the Shiver Strike and the Heavy Slam will now cost the full super energy for both of those, where previously it only cost the energy for the Shiver Strike. I'm sorry, for the Slam. So basically, yeah, when you, when you strike and slam, it used to only cost you the energy for the Slam. Now it's going to cost you the energy for the Strike and the Slam, as it should have. Yeah. And it increases the downward velocity applied to the Shiver Striking player when they're slow to pull them out of the air more strongly. So basically, yeah, you cast your, your super in PvP, it no longer freezes people on the cast. Your damage resistance, which was ridiculously high to begin with, is now less ridiculously high. And they basically gave it the the bottom tree striker nerf of uh, you can go really fast and really far and murder all the things. Now you have to go a little less further, a little less faster, and murder some of the things. So yeah, not unexpected. Yeah. Now that, uh, I mean, the yeah. The time it lasted. They could have just nerfed the time it lasted. <laughs> I mean, let's just face it. We knew this was coming. It happens every single time, no matter whether it's a, a new subclass, a new weapon. They let people play with it for a long time. Respawn even said it about it, about, I think, the um, the Whisper of the Worm, the sniper rifle. It's like, you know, yep. they, they draw people into the game with this new fabulous item. And they let people play with it until it gets to the point where the community go, you know what, this is... Uh, way too overpowered and then they go right we're going to hit it with the nurse and yeah, they, they did it with all the other subclasses that they introduced in destiny one they now had to middle tree yeah. arc warlock too because of their exotic yeah yeah i mean i mean that's that's what Bungie does they give you a super powerful thing mm -hmm. let you play with it in sandbox for a while and go okay this thing is too superly powerful we're going to kick it back down but don't worry there'll be a new super powerful thing coming soon Maybe right. it's your class, maybe it's a weapon, maybe it's an exotic. Yeah, there's always something that's sort of super-powered and broken in the in the current meta, in the current sandbox. Just what that thing is or who it belongs to is going to change over time. That's been Destiny since day one. Titan. Or we'll you Titan. Titan. Um, and uh, and, and our, our poor Warlock friends. And of course, we have no Warlocks here to talk about these this week. But uh, your Witcher's Wrath, they've improved the tracking on those projectiles. And now the tracking strength decays from its max value over 10 seconds instead of 2.2 seconds, so it will actually track you. Uh, they've, they've increased the size of the Warlock super projectile detonation radius from 1.5 to 1.65 meters, so a tenth and a half of a meter, so a little bit of a, of a buff. The proximity detonation now starts at its largest and scales down to 40% over time. Your penumbral blast, they decrease the, the damage against players from 80 to 30, in PvP only, PvE damage is unchanged. The Ice Flare bolts, they fixed a bug where the bolts uh, would continuously try to switch targets and just be indecisive, like a Titan in a Super trying to figure out who to kill next. 
Yeah. Not doing them. They've also increased the target acquisition of those bolts by 33% and increased the turning speed of the ice flare bolts so they can more effectively hit nearby targets. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, so they basically, you know, again, Warlock's a perfect example. It came out of the gate superly overpowered and broken. They buffed, they, they you know, oh, nerfed, it, nerfed it into oblivion and now are trying to bring it back up, which is the other thing Budgie likes to do, especially with our poor Warlock friends looking at you, Nova Warp as well. Mm. And then Chaos Reach, which is the thing I couldn't think of earlier, the nope. command in hands, yeah. the increase the amount of super energy refunded when canceling the Chaos Reach early, and that's across PvE and PvP because they can't tune them separately. Well, it's not just that, but um, Geomag Stabilizers compared, uh, paired up with... Uh, they, got, they got a new shard or something for Frost uh, this, this season that lets them get their supers back faster or some nonsense like that. I don't know. There's a combination of a couple things that happened this season, which let them get their supers back way, way too fast. So that's why they had to nerf both, because it is broken in PvP and PvE. Even right. if they could tune it separately, I think they still would have done that, because it's broken in PvE too. I don't know if they would have, because they didn't They didn't do it. They didn't touch anything else in PvE. Right. I think if they had the ability to, to tune one versus the other, they would PvE, because... You know, it's just a better experience for everyone if you can kill their bosses faster. Mm. Um, but yeah, is that the only super you can like cancel early and not use all of your super? Is there anything? Yeah. That? No, that's the only one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah so it's sort of the outlier of there's nothing really to compare it to in the in that way. Because well, yeah, bottom tree golden gun is you can't cancel it early, but if you get a kill while wearing the nighthawk, you get thirty percent of your super back. Well, right. There's plenty of things in the game that give you super back on kills, but as far as like, I'm going to cast this, use like a quarter of my super, and then stop it, like you could with the with the chaos reach. There's nothing else where you could actually save like most yeah. of your super energy. That's no, enough. and I think they've been finding. Sorry, I think they've been finding that in PvP that they can like in trials that you can get a pick with with your super, cancel it, and yep. then by the time you've got the next round, you've got your yep. super back up again. So oh, yeah. it's like. It's a bit too overpowered with the geomags, mm -hmm. right? It, yeah, yeah. Use it to get that clutch kill, and then you still have your whole super moments later. Versus if you're going to use that super, you're making the decision to use that whole super and draining your entire bar. Even if you get some of it back, you're still starting from you know zero oh, yeah. or third or whatever. It was especially bad during the um. What's your favorite PvP playlist called again? Iron Banner. Iron Banner. Yeah, it was especially bad this Iron Banner because in one match. I was killed by a freaking um, warlock using Kamehameha five times in a single match. And I'm not yeah. talking separate warlocks. The same guy. That, yeah, that's the other issue, isn't it? Like in yeah. sixes, you, they can get a couple of kills, stop the thing, and then they will they can come run to the other side of the map and get you again. Mm. Yep. It's not that extreme, but it was still pretty bad them getting five of them in a single Iron Banana match. And now we get to all the things that affect all of the players. So your dusk field grenade again, you know, salt is coming too. They reduced how strongly the dust field grenade pulls players inward, re effectively reducing the range from nine and a half meters to about six meters. Again, PVP only. They the slow stacks applied to players when the grenade detonates from twenty to ten. The detonation, or yeah, PVP only. These are like response out. These are all PVP only. Yep. Uh, they reduce the slow stacks that's applied to players on each tick from 10 to 5 per stack. I'm sorry, from 10 stacks to 5 stacks. They adjusted the UI presentation of the slowed status to display your stacks as something 
over 100 versus something over 10 to improve the readability. I'm not sure who's reading how many stacks of Frozen they are while they're okay. playing things. But, yeah, you know, now it's easier to see. I don't um, even know that was a visual thing, honestly. I knew how they worked, but I didn't know that there was a visual that told you how effed you are. <laughs> right. Uh, they reduce the crystal shatter damage against players from 85, from a max of 85. And Oh, they did this again. Okay, so they took the max damage against crystal players for crystal shatter damage. They took it down 30 at the max and down 30 at the back and 30 minutes. They basically they nerfed it 30 damage. So your crystal shatter damage does less damage across the board in PvP. Your whisper of change, whisper of chains, they reduce the damage resistance bonus while in super from 25 to 5%. And the damage resistance when you're not in the super is unchanged. I mean, how big a nerf is that? For hold on. Look at that. That nerf right there. If you don't know what that is, that's yeah, card where if you're standing next to friendly ice stuff right or a frozen opponent or whatever you get damage resistance right they nerfed it by 20 percent or 15 percent whatever the original yeah. was. but do you know sure. the, one of the main reasons why and i think you'll be quite happy about this because when a titan popped its super and mm -hmm. they punched the ground with all those ice icicles everywhere they were getting the damage reduction from their super plus 100% of the damage reduction from those crystals. So this now helps you kill the, the Titans a lot quicker. How does how does my shard affect the Titan? I'm it's, confused. It's not your shard. It's everybody's shard. These shards... Everyone. Yeah, the shards are not class-specific. Oh, okay. That makes more yeah. sense. Yeah, none of this is class-specific. These are available to all three classes. Ah. So, so that's why I said all of these changes affect all three classes. That makes more sense. So your Whisper of Torment, they fixed a bug where players could uh, continuously proc the Whisper of, Tor Whisper of Torment while standing inside an opponent's barricade. Yeah. Just, just hanging out. We, we did cover that the other week. I think Cheese pointed it out, didn't yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And uh, your Fragment Quests, they significantly reduced the objective completion values for all of the Crucible Fragment sure. Quests because nobody was doing them. Those are all the things. Uh, stay tuned to Bungie Help for the latest game-breaking things and game-fixing things. And, uh, yeah, so stasis, nerfs, stasis changes coming, nerfs and buffs coming two weeks from now. The other things about the strike fixes and linear actuators working come this week. And uh, now we're going to make Respawn even happier. Because there's the, the, voting, the voting is in, guys. Oh, about that, hold on. No, 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 no. You know what? No. All right. Hey, hunters out there, I am severely, severely disappointed in you, right? You're all like, Team Dino, Team Dino. Did you stop and even look at the armor? Or did you just see the helmet and lose your damn mind, right? Um, the armor doesn't even exist. It, it looks like something you buy from the spirit of Halloween, freaking Halloween costume shop right it's it's painted on dude it's like the kid walking down the street with the spider-man costume that has the muscles painted on you know what i mean that's what it is it's painted freaking cloth it doesn't even look good and you hunters voted for that and i know it was the hunters because of all the hunters voted for team monster the numbers by themselves would not allow team diner to win right they're just too many hunters so for all you hunters out there that voted Team Dino, shame. For 
Shame. 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 And the only reason I'm not completely mental about this, as Bungie said, later on, we have another chance at the monster. Do not disappoint me a second time, or by God, I will raise the spirit of Cade and rain down upon you with hate and discontent and deliver promises of malice and discomfort. You mark my words! This is the real respawn round, isn't it? There's no, It doesn't care really much about the stasis nerfs. He cares the fact that he didn't get his monster set. Oh, so, I'm really upset about that, dude. Really, Rizwan, you need to take the hunters back and like have some kind of like you know players only meeting because I think the problem is the hunters have opinions, but they don't do anything to actually you know express them other than shouting on podcasts because you know Bungie only unfortunately. I voted. Gets, I voted. Oh, Right, you did, but apparently your brethren did not. I, I wish Bungie would have given us more information, because like they said, for instance, Titans voted Team Dino at 81% and Team Monsters 19. I really wish they would have broken down the other two classes. So I could have said, see guys, and, and just and how many people voted. Because I'd be curious to see, yeah. did, much like Guardian Games, did the hunters just go, oh, that's cool, and then not actually vote? Not actually click the link and, and you know, answer the three questions and do the survey? Because I'm really curious, is... You know, Titans, we are a people motivated by silly things. You say make that flag go up, we make the flag go up. You say go vote for the thing, we go vote for the thing. We're all tiny children who just want to be T-Rexes. That's all. Both of you were made out of actual armor. We The hunters are the only ones that went to freaking Spirit of Halloween gift shop and bought our freaking armor, you know? And, and Respawn, I mean, you do have to be, to be fair, we are playing a T-Rex class. All of D1, you know, this th- we had the T-Rex Titan arms. That's yeah. just how it is. We're all T-Rexes <laughs> in our hearts. And, and Bungie finally gave us a chance to live out our T-Rex power fantasy yeah. by making us an actual Tyrannosaurus Rex. Or a Power Ranger. Like, I look at Josh and I had to know that was going to happen. You know? But no, no, you guys were lucky because either way, you had cool-looking armor, right? You go with monsters, you're a freaking Cyclops. Um, that looks dope. You go with freaking dinos, you're a Power Ranger. Again, freaking dope. Hunters, we only had one good option. And you, AZ plays, who would rather freaking buy your costume from a freaking discount store instead of building it into armor? For shame. By the way, his hunter card has been violated. If anybody sees AZ plays <laughs> playing on a hunter, shame him. Shame him to no end. Just just continue. Add him as a friend. AZ plays is, is his tag, right? AZ plays. Add him. Shame him. That's, just that's not. That's not his full tag. Don't take this out on some other guy named Daisy Plays, who's not the Daisy Plays he's trying to shame because he can't be bothered to look up his full gamer tag. Easy, you're also safe because respawn while angry, also very lazy. Hold on, no, 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 no. You no, no, he's gonna do it. it. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and this is why we play the music far. now. Yeah. The two people on the stream can enjoy that. <laughs> Are there only two? I, I don't know. There were two when I turned it off because we were podcasting. But okay. Um, anyway, so I feel like I just need. I figure I'll just keep talking until we get to the nat until we get to to night demons part because apparently this is all nothing but patches and prep and prepping for patches. It's all you, buddy. There's nothing else. So I mean, we're we're gonna have again. Uh, more importantly, though, we're gonna spring forward 
and and we're going to lose our hour and we're going to be even more sleep deprived than we are now. So dear, dear friends in the U S and overseas. And uh, by the time you hear this, uh, this will already have happened. So surprise the times they are changing. The U S uh, springs forward an hour at uh, this weekend. So everything you think, you know, about when things reset in bungee land, uh, they're going to be off by an hour now for the next couple of weeks until your country changes their time or not. I, I leave it to you to figure out. See, but this is the time of the year when when Respawn and I get to be a little bit closer to night even. We're only four hours apart, buddy. I feel closer to you already. We're just a little bit closer for a couple of weeks. Explain this to me in layman's terms. So you're yep. going forward an hour. Yeah, so we're going forward an hour like Sunday at like 2 a.m. So basically on Sunday, by the time you wake up and we wake up, we will be four hours apart from you. Okay, so your so time changes in two weeks. In two weeks, maybe? yeah. So okay. what would the reset time be for me in the UK if you're moving forward an hour? Does the reset time move forward an hour for you guys so it then move forward an hour for us? All right. So daily savings time 2021 starts you know, Sunday, May 4th, yeah, Sunday, March 14th in the US. The daily and weekly ritual reset time will be at 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 1700 UTC. Is my head the only one that's spinning right now? A lot of Seven, numbers. A lot of times. 100 UTC. Whatever time that is. Every that's five, five o'clock. That's when your reset time is between now and November when we change time again because this is all very stupid. So does that change your reset time by an hour? I don't know what it is now. 1600 UTC now? Possibly. <laughs> I'll have to wait until it actually goes ahead. Until it actually ticks over, I think um, it's. I think it's moving to six p.m. in the UK. Yeah, I think because that's what it it used to be back in October. Yeah, I, uh, since October, I mean, since the whole pandemic thing, everything's kind of just blurred into one. And sometimes I get notifications on my phone and said, "Oh, you know, it's there's a an update." And it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's happening." Yeah, Did sure. you just look at this, by the way? Look, look, look at the sketch that they put for Dinosaur Spin. Could that be a worse looking set of armor? Look at that. It's shameful. I, I did, and we've moved past it. But yeah, so so next Tuesday, March 16th, update 311 begins. So put 311 on your stereo, dance out to it while your patch becomes available. Now, confusingly, it's still going to be at 9 a.m. Pacific. 1600 UTC is when your maintenance will roll out, which will be a different 9 a.m. 1600 than it was this week. So yeah, time is stupid. It's all made up. We all live in a construct. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so 9 a.m pacific 1600 utc in your time zone land 9 a.m your patch rolls out 45 minutes later you get kicked offline destiny's brought offline 15 minutes after that patch 311 rolls out across all the platforms and all the regions simba as far as you your eyes can see and the light reaches the patch will reach and you'll be able to log back into the game an hour after that uh maintenance is expected to conclude and just as your reminder goes, all of your apps go offline. All your lovely companions, including the Bungie official app, it's all offline during maintenance because the APIs are all down. So don't think you're going to rearrange things while the game's offline because you can't. And with that patch, uh, okay, they already talked about the, the Lydian Actuator's perk getting fixed. The Double Trouble Dreaming City Triumph can now be obtained. And the Braytech transponder signal on Europa will no longer be player dies with two out of three completed and the completing the forfeit shrine ascendant challenge will now grant progress towards the ascendant champion and honed for speed triumphs 
and there's some clan XP changes. So as a result of testing being done on clans to help resolve that ongoing issue, your clan XP will be temporarily disabled from Tuesday, March 16th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 1800 UTC, to 12 p.m. So basically for an hour on Tuesday, they're turning off clan XP. So don't do clan bounties and turn them in during that hour. That hour. So your bounty, your clan bounties from all, yeah, your clan XP from all sources, bounties, activities, etc., will be lost and won't count toward clan XP totals. So if you're for some reason planning on that hour as like your time to rank up your clan, don't. And stay tuned to Bungie Help for more information on Twitter or help.bungie.net. And of course, th- there's more because in the Presage mission, uh, all, the scannables are all in a weekly lockout. Players need yes, to find and scan the first set of scannables in their entirety to complete the associated triumph before the next set of scannables become available upon the next weekly reset. Players who only partially complete the scannables for a given week will not have the next set of scannables available at weekly reset. Players who observe other issues should report them to their help forums. The Trials of Osiris. Uh, it's back. They've turned them back on, at least as of uh, this recording, March 13th, about noon. If they stay on all weekend, uh, see, because as we mentioned, we were hearing reports that things are, uh, things are hanky again. And, you know, this wouldn't be our show if we didn't tell you about the things they fixed. And as Hazel says, they patched some stuff, they fixed some stuff, they broke some stuff. So here's the things that they know are still hey, broken. Hey, let, let me read this. I'm bored. I'm falling asleep and I don't have anything to read. Go for it. We clean the issue. Just right. Uh, Trials of Osiris. Oh no. Weekly known. <laughs> just we just wow. talked about wow. <laughs> weekly known issues. Oh, while Go. we continue investigating various known issues, here's a list of the latest issues that were reported to us in our hashtag help forum. Players report their veteran dialogue got removed from Shadowkeep missions after completing the new light quest. Veteran players report that after completing the new light quest, Stardust campaign does not acknowledge them as veterans like other players who did not complete the new light quest. The Zydron Nightmare Hunt does not, I repeat, it does not acknowledge veteran players if they have completed the new light quest but weren't new light players. In the prestige mission, Players can respawn, not this guy, that guy, into areas that instantly kill them. Let me say that again. In the Presage mission, not Prestige, I cannot read. Players can respawn into areas that instantly kill them. That sounds like a plan. The Frozen End Time Ornament for the No Time to Explain says it's an exclusive item for players who own it and can't be equipped. Warlock's Bleak Watcher Stasis Turret does not shoot enemies at certain angles. And the Turbo Kicker's Hunter Exotic Ornament for the Stomp Ease shows a check mark on the icon in the Bright Dust section, but it can in fact still be acquired. It is intentional that in it for Infamy Seasonal Challenge only counts major ranks up rather than sub ranks. For a full list of emergent issues in the Destiny 2 universe, players can review our known issues article. That is a hyperlink, by the way. 
and players who observe other issues should expect report to them. What? Players who <laughs> observe other issues should report them to our help forum. That is another hyperlink. There we go. Also, now somebody else is clicking. I see how irritating that is. Who is that? So, so 12, 12 what now? 12 what what? Oh, oh, 12 what now? All right. This is the movie of the week. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm terrified of flying. It's one of my biggest fears. Even if there shouldn't be anything scar about flying through the air in a huge metal tube at ridiculous speeds. In any case... The winners this week capitalized on my fears as they decided to go over the max weight limit of a fallen skiff. Movie of the week. Max occupancy has been reached. It's just a 12 man uh, doing a uh, fallen skiff shenanigans. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm, da, 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 da. Shanty of the week. What's a shanty of the week? Is that a song? Is that a song. Sea shanty. Uh, somehow, yeah, a bit oblivious to all the sea shantying going on. There, there's a lovely sea shanty. Yeah, okay. I reached out to him, told him I couldn't answer because I'm doing a podcast. That, that while it's a video, it's it's just you know audio, but it's uh, it's lovely if you want to listen to it. We're almost done. If you're all about the sea shanties, oh, that's what you think. We're, we're oh, that's what you think. <laughs> is, it, is it sea shanties? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a sea shanty, a shanty of the sea. Oh, nice. Um, Artist of the week. Here we go. Ooh, this is some pretty cool stuff. While hunting for the art of the week picks this week, I noticed a fun hashtag on numerous posts throughout the feed. Hashtag secret servitor. A few community members put on a fun art exchange full of kick-ass warlocks, beautiful images of crow, and some other fun surprises. It is always awesome stumbling across group or clan-hosted events. Below. You'll find a handful of their submissions, but we highly recommend scrolling through the hashtag for more. It's not a bad Croatia. The Nova with no war. Eh, that's all right. No, man. Anyway, that seems to be it. Check out the pictures if you want to. It's on the Bungie site. Yeah. If you, want our, you can use the Destiny Art, Destiny 2 Art, or my favorite, the hashtag Destiny Art Bread to bring it to their attention to possibly win a lovely thing for being featured of Artist of the Week. And use your hashtag MOTW for Movie of the Week. If you have silly shenanigans, uh, put them up anywhere. And you don't need to be, you know, crazy streamer, crazy YouTuber, whatever. The one of 12 people jumping on a skiff is, you know, an embedded video in a tweet. So don't think you need to, like, put together your greatest montage and submit your Movie of the Week. Do a silly thing, put it on the internet, send a link. Let us all enjoy it. That's right. Nothing can stop you. In this world of technology, the power is at your fingertips. Utilize it for your advantage. And now as we as we prepare to be the grandmasters of our own destiny and our own nightfalls, we have some tips for you. Maybe a trick or two, a build, a guide. Uh, basically, Night Demon has watched all of the YouTube. He really he Every last bit of it. And he's okay. going to tell you what's worth your time, what's not worth your time. And uh, yeah. Why life is beautiful. Life is always beautiful. Well, yes. Anyway, uh, continue with the... Well, we already did the easy high stat armor, kind of. Um, let's do finally learn. Uh, follow up, please. What, what, what is my under three-minute high stat armor? Was that the one where I go into the dungeon and farm the boss? 
Yeah, you go to the dungeon, you get to the boss, you get the boss checkpoint, you swap to another character, you bring that character in on the checkpoint, you kill the boss, swap to the other character with the checkpoint, bring him back in, everybody lets on the checkpoint. La, la, la. Yeah, anyway. So can I just do that three times? One per character? You can, you can do it all the time. Character. Okay. Yeah. So the idea is you're not going to get the pinnacle drop every time, right? Is the idea, right? To break it down. You, you kill the boss the one time, you get the pinnacle drop, but you reload the boss checkpoint, and then you kill the boss again. You don't get the pinnacle drop, but you still get the armor drop that has a tendency to give you high rolls. It's not going to uh, be high light, but it's going to be high rolls. Uh, okay, so then my light level won't go up, but my chance of a you know 60-something-plus armor drop is available every single time I run yes, it. But there is a caveat. If you, haven't yeah. done, if you haven't done it very often, right, and you don't have – like I have every piece of armor and every weapon because I've done it every week, right? Mm-hmm. But if you haven't done it very often – what you get for boss drop and the chest drop is only what you've already acquired. So if you've acquired nothing, what do you get? Whatever you've acquired to get up to that point. <laughs> ah, okay. okay, so so if you were to come in at the boss, but you hadn't played the rest of it and only played the boss... Boss well, probably ain't going to get any much, actually. So, is, yeah. is, is your loot pool empty? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Does RNG something for you? Investigate that and let us know. I have no idea. <laughs> Where no, you, you only get what you only get what you've got as a yeah. You get you something, get, and you don't get upset. Yeah. Well, no, because right. you'll get when once you complete it with the boss, you'll get a drop, but that'll be the only drop that you can then get from there on out. Ah, uh, okay, uh, okay. So it's just like cheating the Deepstone Crypt if you have say only the trustee in your loot pool and you choose the first chest, you're just going to get that same trustee over and over and over different roles of it, but that same thing. Okay. So whatever, whatever, if thing you've unlocked, unless it's a thing you want to farm for, maybe run through the prophecy a couple times to get more things worth getting. Gotcha. Also, it, it, it is, it is of note. The prophecy dungeon armor is the, uh, not trials of the nine. It looks similar to the original trials of, of the nine, right? But it's got the whole uh, nine theme, right? The the spacey kind of blue runes all over it. It is a very decent looking armor. So if you don't have it, it might be worth going in and farming that armor before Transmog comes out, so you can have that. Visually, it's not bad. It's got well, a whole. It should be sticking around. Was that? It should be sticking around for a while. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, if you don't have it, get it. What's stopping you? Time, desire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so many things how much time do you have <laughs> i've got as much or more than you apparently <laughs> what's that next what's this next video about from cool guy demon it's cool guy yeah it's worth it and oh i've watched right. you, know, you guys haven't i'm sorry so uh, has a video teaching you all the things you need to know about war mind cells, how to use them, and what armor pieces they go on, and even how to acquire them. Spoiler: You get them from Banshee whenever he sells them. Well, you do but, now, yeah. Yeah, you might have already got them if you played the previous seasons with the war mind cells. Mm-hmm. Does he teach you how to pick them up and stick them to people and have them explode? Yes, yes, yeah. he does. All he goes over all What's the mods. And the only reason I did pick this up was because you said to me the other week that you kind of don't do any other builds. And I thought this would be kind of a, a good beginner's guide, as he says, for yep. those who have had these cells or these mods and they just have done nothing with them because they are brilliant for PVE. And... Well, they're brilliant for a lot of, I mean, yeah, for PVE, but there's 
like okay so you don't do a lot of build right but for me i'm the whole seems like an over exaggeration kind of war mine build right i have the drop the war mine cell explode the war mine cell my explosion goes further if i don't have any enemies i pick it up i stick it to an enemy in the next area blow it up there right that's my build, but you can do other things like when you spawn a warmind cell and you stand next to it, you have damage resistance. Or if you spawn a warmind cell, everything near that warmind cell is weak to you or does less damage to you. There's all kinds of stuff you can do with warmind cells, dude. And the mm -hmm. weapons that can generate them nowadays, there's just so many. Any basically anything that can do solar splash damage will spawn a warmind cell, right? Mm -hmm. If you have the one mod on. So there's all kinds of things to, for you to do, man. At the very least, take a look at the video and see what you have and see what you can build. Because yeah. dude, warmind cells, I've sort of played with because they're yeah, they're very passive. They're just like the season's elemental mods. You, yeah. you can sort of slap a thing on to say if you do a d solar thing, you get a warmind cell, and then good things happen. Yeah. I, I'm I'm becoming a bit much bigger fan of things you can sort of passively put on, and say I'm just gonna play the game, and hey, warmind cells happen, and then you know I get health or do we do more damage or whatever. They're a fun, just passive, you know, sort of passive build you can do without having to think, what am I doing to make this Warmind Cell? Shoot the right. man's in the face, you make a Warmind Cell. And even if you think you know Warmind Cell builds, you might not, because I thought I knew everything that was to know about Warmind's until he says, oh yeah, every fifth enemy is guaranteed to drop one. And I was like, oh my god, is that a thing? You can, you can actually count, because I always thought that they were random, right? You can kind of feel when they're going to drop, that seems weird, but you can so I was like, yeah, I'm going to pop a warmind cell probably when I kill this guy. Boom, and it does, right? I just thought it was kind of a feeling. But apparently, every fifth enemy you kill with a warmind cell generating weapon or every fifth enemy that you've killed with solar splash damage will spawn a cell. Like clockwork. Well, I do like the other part of it is he said that you could literally get kills with other weapons as long as you've swapped to a serif weapon or one that says That's that it, it generates. Yeah. So... He was using Wither Horde, and as long as he swapped to the weapon that said that it generated the cell, the Wither Horde kill would generate the kill because the game would think that you've got the weapon in your hand, so obviously you've killed him with that weapon. So he said the Wither Horde pairs amazingly with you know, one of the weapons. Not just that, but anything that, like a tracking rocket, like you fire... Yeah, tracking rockets as well. You fire a, a truth rocket and you swap to you know a Warmind cell weapon, guess what? A truth is going to kill something. <laughs> that's gonna count so anyway yeah no very good to know very good guy very good video mm. uh but now we've already done are the depths worth it yep. and now cool guy i don't know what this one is so this is all you okay so this is the two new sniper rifles that are available in the game at the moment you've got the far future and the frozen orbit so the far future that's the one that you can get from doing the uh battlegrounds and focusing new engrams and the frozen orbit is the one that you can get from the crucible so cool guy was saying that the frozen orbit sniper rifle is the only high impact sniper rifle that's available in the energy slot at the moment that hasn't been sunset so that's why it's quite good to use and he was showing you you know what perks you might need on both of these sniper rifles and what to look out for he said you can basically call him the body shot king because he he does you know he's not ashamed of using these sniper rifles to body shot kill people and if you're getting like various different perks activated on your armor and your weapons like with rampage kill clip you can body shot people with these these sniper rifles so i just thought it was quite good that somebody's done a video on comparing or, these two like i am sorry 
rifles or something? Like what 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 roles are we looking for on those sniper rifles? Like high impact reserves or outlaw? Well, or... cool guy goes over that for you. Oh, so okay. you you have to you have to look. I mean, there's two different kind of. I mean, he goes over all the perks and what kind of pairs well with each one. But like I was saying, you know, to get you can get kill clip on one of them. So he said, you know, you get a kill on one of them, and then you can literally go around and body shot people. Hmm. Nice. All right. Uh, the two-tailed fox. This one uh, shows how the two-tailed fox is the only exotic rocket launcher, or the only rocket launcher that will suppress uh, suppressible enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So but it doesn't stagger them. So yeah, cheese, cheese is pointing out in one of his videos about two-tailed fox's hidden perk for overload rounds. So you can use it in combination with other th- weapons that do stagger them, and this will, you know, keep the overload champions at bay. Ha <laughs> ha! I frostbolt is using my build. Lol. Uh, Cheese has also got another good um, tip for you: killing the immune wyverns in the, yeah, the wyvern oracle battleground cheese. So these are the ones that you have to throw. You know, you get the big cabal, drop pod, drop down, kill the cabal, pick up the ball, and then throw it at those wyverns that are shielded. Sure. You can basically throw these guys off the map if you know how to. And cheese goes oh. over it in the video for you. Is it is hold on. Is it related to the freaking um game breaking fusion rifle exotic parody has catalyst? No. no, you can use tractor cannon and you can use various forms of swords and freezing elements to you know get them off the map Tractor. you could probably even use titan stuff you know you could eat them off the map they're your new titan crash or whatever yeah just as long as they bump off the map you can complete that bit quite fast nice. so did you want to tell us about i frostbolt and his bombardiers build uh no I, I haven't watched the video i just see all the things he's got in the video and that's my loadout which i think is funny okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, his build was really pretty cool. You know, he was using the Bombardiers, which are the exotic boots for the Hunter, which when you dodge, they drop a... It's like a, a little bomb, isn't it, that goes off? Bomb, yep. So with his abilities and stasis, he was freezing targets by dodging away from them. So they would be frozen still, and then the bomb would go off after that, which was pretty cool. So he was really trolling with this video, and I thought it would be quite interesting for... Anybody that wants to try out these, if they've got but them I've, in I've there, on the on the show many many times, pair I of the bomb. So I just but think you're not frostbolt, and you haven't done a video on it. Oh my god! Is that what I have to do? I have to make a freaking video. You have to be a YouTuber to be featured. I'm not yeah. a YouTuber. Did you did you do a tip a trick build or a guide? If you don't have a video and it's on you, find it to put on. I the did show. do a guide. I didn't put it in a video apparently, which is what you get do me, videoist. Anyway. Why is freeze on my feed? So the next video that we've got is from Destiny Fun Police. And he goes over that the Bastion fusion rifle has been buffed to the point that when he used it, he got teabagged by the entire lobby for using it. And it was quite funny. But this gun looks like it was good before, but I think him pointing it out that it's been buffed with its range seems to have kind of brought it to the forefront of people's attention. So uh, this is definitely one I think I'm going to try out. And guess what I'm going to try it out, guys? Can you guess? Uh, I am Banana. Yes, you can believe it. I am Banana is 
back the week after. <laughs> That's we are way. back with another Iron Banner on the 23rd. So when all the stasis nerfs happen, we are getting another Iron Banner. Thank you very much. Yes. So uh, watch so this video. Are you excited about it at all in any way? I hadn't, no. hadn't been able to tell. Not at all. This is the first Iron Banner out of lockdown. So kids are back at school. I can play. Oh, marvelous. So, uh, 40, 40 straight hours of Iron Banner, front to back? Maybe. No, the wife would kill him. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a look because it may be one that you've been sleeping on for, uh, like I have, this weapon. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig it back out and have a look at it and see how well I can do in the Crucible. All right. It's a nice video. So going along with that, Patikates Gaming has got two guides this week for PvP. One is Positioning 101, and the other one is Aiming 101. And again, like all the other videos that we highlight for PvP, these are just kind of refreshes on what to look out for, what to do. So if you're new to Destiny, or even if you're not new to Destiny like me, I constantly watch these videos, and it's just like a kick up the bum, basically saying, why are you doing this in PvP? Think about what you will learn in those videos. Obviously, I need it drilled into my head. I keep watching the same things over and over again. You may not, but I do. Same. I'm it not helps. It helps. It helps to know these things over and over again. Yeah. Feral uh, flying tutorial? Yes. So in a lot of videos I have seen, they're by some of these out of bounds and glitch people like um, Cheese, Froggy. Squirrelock Holmes, JB3. These guys do what is called sparrow flying. And you'll see them, the, the sparrow will be tumbling in midair, but it'll be kind of flying up in the air. And you're like, how do you do that? Well, thankfully, JB3 has actually put out a video on a sparrow flying tutorial of showing you how to do it. So if you want to be an out of bounds glitcher like the rest of them, this is the video for you. I was wondering how people manage to do that and have their sparrows, yeah drunkenly be tumbling but somehow sort of going the way they wanted to go i've nice. never seen any of this i don't know what you guys are talking about i'm watching the video now to see what you guys are talking about but i've never seen flying sparrow shenanigans before in game hmm. and then crazy mr pips has done a another kind of refresher video for hunters out there or anybody really that likes enjoys playing pvp and has got a hunter on their account He's pointing out that the bottom tree subclass for the gunslinger is perfect for your aim. Right. Now, with the stasis nerfs coming up, and he does reference this in his video, that this may be one of the best subclasses to use going into the next season or going into the stasis nerfs, because if you can proc some of the good perks that are on the subclass with how, if you're getting headshots, or, you know, it, it stabilizes your, your your gunshots so that you can get consistent headshots, which then also proc better abilities for your throwing knife. And if you've and help got... And you get your super back faster. Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah, and if you've got the new exotic gauntlets, which are the ones that improve your throwing knife, for your, your weighted knife throwing thing, sure. yeah, your weighted throwing knife, then... It, it kind of synergizes with this build. And I was thinking maybe if you pair it with the Dead Man's Tail um, exotic, that this would be a kind of really good build to take into PvP. So again, 
Iron Banner. <laughs> this is probably going to be the the subclass that I'm rocking. I'm not going to be rocking my stasis. I'm going to try this one because it is it is pretty good. But because the stasis came along, it kind of sways you in that direction of go and play with the new stuff. But yes, I'm I'm going to try this one, and um, I'll probably report back on how well the guns are doing, the subclasses are doing. Just to... there's a video. I'm trying to find it now um, about the throwing knife, right? It's someone that I watched that really helped me learn how to use a throwing knife, and I was getting all those kills, and I was bragging about it. Um, you don't brag. Basically, there's a video out there that shows you exactly how to use your way to throw a knife, where to throw it at the ground, for it to shoot off and kill somebody one shot every time kind of thing. Um, so it was Fallout made it. It was a Fallout? I think it was. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to assume I have no idea. I don't think it was Fallout this time. No, it was it was like a th- it was a guy that just happened to run across my feed and I saw the video. Um, oh god, I, I think at, you can look at your history in YouTube to see what you've watched if it was something yeah, you actually. He's watched. probably watched way too much stuff. Yeah, no, I watch stuff all the time. There's no way it's still in there. Um, but I'm gonna look up the. Uh, is it Arthur? Yeah. Okay. He keeps uh, them all to himself. He has all the tips, tricks, builds, and guides that he won't share with the world. And now I'm sad. <laughs> So with Iron Banner coming up in a couple of weeks, I thought it'd be quite good really? to pile yeah. yeah, that's returning on the 23rd. With that coming back on the 23rd of March, I thought it'd be quite cool to highlight another video of a weapon that came up in Iron Banner, the 540 King, the Time Worn Spire pulse rifle. Now this is um by Castle. I think this is Castle is live. And um he goes in depth on this weapon and the roles that you should be looking out for. And he, in his video, he points out that there is a, a a really cool external website that you can use called Destiny in Depth, and it calculates your range. There's a range calculator that goes along with it that you can then work out. And apparently, the guy that made that then worked with the guy that did Destiny Gunsmith, and it's kind of always it like .gg. One of those two that has then incorporated some of the elements into that. But I'll also include this link as well to the destinyindepth.com for the range calculator. And yeah, he goes over some of the, the cool roles for this weapon and what to kind of look out for. So you may have a may have one of these drop or have had one of these drop that you're kind of looking at in your, your vault or on your person. And he says, you know, between this range and this range is okay. This range and this range is good. This range and this range is is amazing so not necessarily kind of telling you your role's bad but you may have an okay one for range and an amazing one for stability which is still quite viable and you know he shows you range wise what you're kind of looking at for time to kill so it was a pretty cool video so i thought i'd highlight that one and brave x hero has got a video out of how to win more one versus threes and he goes over the mentality of you know thinking about it do you want to go one versus three is it viable for the situation so in trials is it a point of you know you could take all three of these guys down because they haven't got their supers up and you it's just kind of your positioning and the way that you're kind of playing or is it a point of all three players are up they've got their supers is it just worth you jumping off the map at this point just to kind of get your guys back in for the next round to see if you can take them out? Or do you want to see if you can get one of them to waste their supers? 
or in competitive is it the fact that you know you can do one versus three but then they've got some lives stored is it kind of worth it to kind of take these guys on and what kind of what kind of mentality that you you want to kind of be thinking about not panicking about the situations and get yourself into a good position where you would be able to take out these guys so i thought that was quite a good um video to check out abby hour has got her continuing of the presage mission with week number four of the smuggling chests that are hidden away on the ship so there's a video for you for that and then if you've missed any of the other clues for the um there's 15 clues that you can get in the presage mission this is what parody was talking about earlier from the twab so there are five scannables each week for three weeks and you have to scan all five throughout the mission each week and then the next week you can scan the next five and the next week you can scan the next five and if you scanned all 15 you get the gilgamesh shell for your um ghost so that's another exotic ghost shell that you can get from scanning all 15 of these clues and also by needless space you have all 12 hidden chests and data pad locations in the presage mission so that's um a couple of cool videos for you there for them and that's awesome. it for my my videos this week there's one i posted at the bottom after the fact says aimbot throwing no, knives no it's yes that's not by me though that's by you i say by me i said yeah. i posted so tell me. us about it you tell us about so, it um he's not in depth as the other video i'm still looking for the other video we want because, the depth. well the other video goes into how like hey if you if you hit it off the wall by itself and it goes towards a guy it's going to start going at them very very slowly they have a chance to dodge it move whatever right but if you hit it at a right angle next to a wall, the first bounce is going to hit the ground. The second bounce is going to hit the wall. And when it comes off the wall, that's going to be aimbotting at somebody fast, right? So that, I mean, he, like he went into all kinds of details. I'm still desperately trying to look for it. But this guy gives you kind of a crash course on how to use it and what weapons to pair it with and this and that and the other. But just remember, the best way to use this throwing knife is throw it at the ground at a 90 degree angle to a wall relatively close to a person and it's gonna it's gonna seek him out and destroy i know this because i tried it it worked for me many times when it should not have and definitely try it out it's super duper fun just to get kills that you have no idea how when why you got them <laughs> but yeah so not bad agreed and now it's time for sandwiches i'd like a sandwich You'd like a sandwich. We'd all like sandwiches. So thank you for joining us. Oh, no, no, before we go. Don't, oh, no. before we go, there's more? There's more show? Well, that's a, that's a teeny, teeny weeny bit of show. <laughs> oh, that's debatable. Right. There's more something. So what, what, else, what else do we have? Did, did, did Budgie disable trials already? I, I, Is everything broken? No, I've checked, I've checked the um, the Twitters this week, and there's no respawns uh, roundup. So right. I know you you've been missing that for a couple of weeks. So I just wanted to let people know there's been nothing kind of newsworthy that they've leaked onto Twitter or onto Reddit that have kind of made it onto the radar for me or other people to notice. So I've not fed it back to Respawn, unfortunately. But I'm so, sure there will be something at some point. Since since Parody didn't do it, Hovercraft with an O um, wanted a shout out on the show. He reached out to uh, to Parody, which. Okay, so he reaches out to me, and the first thing he says is, Hey, Respawn, I just wanted to say, hashtag Respawn Army. Forgive me for being a Titan. <laughs> so already, our relationship is <laughs> off to a rocky start, right? So, 
so so I think he's actually going to wage war on your your respawn army. He's like, you know, you have an army, but I have a wall of ice, which is apparently all it takes to get through a respawn army. A wall of ice and a fist, and you're there. Right. But um, like already our relationship was off to a rocky start, right? And um, I had he he said, I'm sorry, I just can't stop my punching ways. I said, to each their own, but your own is just brawl. Right. I was like, do you have our discord? Right. Because he private messaged me. I didn't know if he had the discord. And he said, yeah, I joined this morning. I messaged parody yesterday and he sent me the link. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. <laughs> you messaged parody first. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. he regretted. I'm like, OK, OK, OK. So how dare you? Our glorious friendship was already off to a rocky start because you main Titan. But. Then you say you message parody first, which, you know, puts this under even further strange. Understand that the only reason I did not order a drone strike on your house is because you led your conversation with hashtag respawn army. That bought him some clout. But you will be excused this time. Don't make it a habit. Or I would be forced to do bad things. Right? So... I don't care if you if you're a titan. I don't care if you're a warlock. I don't care if you're a hunter. If you message anybody before you message me, we're gonna have problems. So I'll forget about it next week. Anyway, I just mm-hmm. want to say thank you to Jude who contacted the podcast just to say love the podcast. Keep going. Hey. Thanks, Jude. Appreciate it. We love you too. We will. And Matt. Matt has got in touch with us on Podbean and he wanted to ask a question. It's it was to do with when we were discussing having like a mode for like the I think it was when we were discussing about the battlegrounds and what yeah. we kind of wanted battlegrounds to actually kind of be or turn into. Right. And he said, with you guys chatting about a horde mode, I was thinking of a better version of the Infinite Forest with no time limit, but each branch adds more has more ads and bosses would suit rewards and bragging rights tied to branches cleared or could use a lost sector and wild hunt boss rooms i would like to see random weapons that tear up but could be a dev's nightmare what do you guys reckon um i like i like the way he took our idea and he made it something that could that destiny could actually do right so our horde mode idea just basically don't put a timer on the infinite forest and see how far people get just by increasing, you know, enemy difficulty. I like it. You know, haunted force already in the game. Don't exactly have to program that. They just have to remove the timer and every level they already increased enemy difficulty. Right. So just remove the timer and see how far people can get before they, you know, die. I like it. Hmm. Do you give me more chads to chase me as I get through. More importantly, can I get the D1 gauntlets back so I can punch Chad, turn him to my side, and we become friends, and then we get to battle side by side? You do not get to cheat and have Chad as your teammate. It's not cheating. There was, there was, they gave us gauntlets in D1 where you could punch someone and turn uh-huh. them to your side. That's all I want. No, I mean, I mean, I, I love that idea. Yeah, just just play this until you can't go anymore, or or limit it. Yeah. You know, say say you've got you know ten lives between your, you know just like sort of like you know the PvP modes. You've got this many lives until your light extinguishes. You've got 10 lives. 
go until you run out of 10 lives. You, you know, have there be some end cap to it. Yeah. Just play like forever and ever. Or until you team wipe, right? That That's, you know, if you team wipe, you're done. Kind of thing, uh, I guess. Right? Yeah, and team wipe, but I also like the idea of just, you know, you can do this, you know, you can res yourself, but you're starting like, you know, back at somewhere. Like, you know, you can get to where you are, but it's going to be a run. You don't have to run through like, you know, 57 levels of, of Haunted Forest. But yeah, there's some mechanic of, yeah, I love the idea of the Haunted Forest as a place you can just go on forever. I also wouldn't mind if they use the uh, European Aerial Zone, sort of the same thing of here's the big giant, you know, giant place and there's a giant cabal invasion. The Taken have invaded and you just have to like, you know, battle them off like this is a, you know, point in an ongoing war or something. Yeah, I love that idea. So I, I like what you said about adding more chads, right? So like maybe every third level or every fifth level, there's another chad that gets introduced that chases you around from point A to point B, right? <laughs> How many chads do you want? No, the whole idea is to make it harder, right? So every like yeah. three to five levels, it adds an extra one chasing you around, you know? You that would make it incredibly you difficult, chad, right? You get a chad. And Chad, just for those who don't know, is the giant uh, immortal knight that would show up in the haunted forest that would would be very upset with you and would just you know wait wait for you in the darkness and then he's there and then you're dead and then you're confused. Indeed. But yeah, thanks, Matt, for reaching out. Love the idea. Let's see what Destiny does with it. Probably nothing, but good imagination. I dig it. And the other thing that we could say thank you for is we are in our rankings worldwide. We are 124th in the Apple podcast for the United States in leisure and video games. Thank you very much for the United States. That's out of 124 podcasts, by the way. Probably, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's out of many, many podcasts. That's the actual, like, you know, leaderboard. So thank you for, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. And uh, while, while he says that, for those of you that are actually using the Twitch to watch, instead of the podcast to listen at the very least go out and download it right just the download numbers help us out so whatever platform you enjoy viewing it on at least download it they just make me feel better when i look at the numbers and go yeah yeah why not even happier because if he's sad then there's no more show because really this is all the moment he says we're done here we're we're packing this up and going home he 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 is he is the reason this gets done so i want to say thank you tonight even for one, putting up with us every week, and two, editing this monstrosity <laughs> into Jesus. something you know child friendly and listenable every single week. So thank you, sir. Oh, that's all right. Thank you for doing it with me, guys. And to be honest, that's why I sent the laptop. I didn't ask him for any money. I didn't sell it to him. I was just like, hey, you run the show. You need a laptop to run it. Boom. There you go. That's my contribution. Don't ask for anything else. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. Just the one. <laughs> So also we are number eighty-seventh in the UK for the leisure and video games. Good we job. are yeah, we are number fifty-nine in the Netherlands for leisure, mm-hmm. but also beating that, number sixteen in the Netherlands for leisure slash video games. Nice. Mm. I dig it. And Canada's actually caught on. Now we're now twenty what are we know? We are number 128 in Canada. And 124 in Russia, so um, I don't Russia know any Russian, but but thank you very much. <laughs> I guess you got to do something out in the tundra, right? In Siberia, a lot of podcast listeners out there. I think maybe they've got mistaken because we've been talking about Stasis, which is all about ice. And then <laughs> we're from the Frozen Clan. They're like, oh, you know, this is 
something you might download. That'll be it from Russia from now on. We won't get any more downloads. All, the, the 124 people that have downloaded it will just realise that it was the wrong thing to download and it was something else that they were meant to be downloading. Right. And they're very disappointed. Oh, goodness. Apparently our show is now also on Audible. So if for some reason you're using um, Audible to listen to podcasts, uh, we're there too. So when we say we're available everywhere you can find podcasts, we mean it. We yeah. mean everywhere. Well, I'm, I'm not getting paid for that. Why is that on there? We aren't going to know these. We aren't going to pay for this either. I mean, no, but, but I'm just saying <laughs> we need to reach out and get sponsors, guys. Come on. No, we don't. We're fine. We're self sufficient. Yeah, but how how nice would it be just for us to play Destiny and have a podcast and that be our jobs? Uh, you don't have to work at the gas station. I don't have to build 911 parody and get away from his nightmare. No, but I, I feel I feel that you know the world would not be able to continue if if you weren't doing your job with 911s and I wasn't fulfilling the needs of angry people at two o'clock in the morning that wanted their packet of sweets. And the parody didn't have soup. If it, if I if I wasn't trying to read through Zoom and web documentation, you know, forty hours a week, then what what are we even doing here? I guess. <laughs> yes, <man. laughs> All right, I'm 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 ending this. I'm putting the show at misery. All right. Facing the show, and the issue is the show has gone on too long. So thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responsible for life. Your lore scribe is not our not here to not give you any lore. You can email the show at 2titans100 at hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter at 2titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, everywhere. Everywhere you want to be. There we are, waiting, waiting to be listened to. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn and Night Demon on PC. No. You've been on PC all morning this morning. Oh, oh, you're out there, buddy. You're out there. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Audible, and uh, basically, if there's a place to get audio, we're there. Just look for us, two times to the hunter. And uh, with that, gents, say goodbye. Until next week. Also, um, last week, one of our listeners managed to catch me singing inside of the uh, Twitch, and he clicked it. Sure did. <laughs> he sent it to you. Uh, no. No. Oh my god. No, it better that not be sneaky, the sneaky snake of a person. I wonder <laughs> who he was. <laughs> he said he didn't send it to you. He... Oh snake. He, he, he didn't send it to me. I did not I did not receive it through snake. You got it from Demon? <laughs> Demon got it from Snake. Is that how this happened? Damn not, it, Snake. You know what? Right. Snake did not send it to me. I can I can guarantee you. Hold on. No. I oh, no, here it is. No, now I'm abusing my privileges. Where's he at? He's getting kicked. Hold up. No, no, that's fine. No, no kicking snake. We'll kick that's you. That's fine. If anybody <laughs> wants to hear he said um singing, here it is for you now. No! My time is your time, your time is my time. We got all the time from all this this time. And I just keep saying time, cause I think time is time. Time, 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 time. He's just editing in post. You can make all the answers. You can shout all you want. There's nothing I can do to stop it. Ha, ha, ha.